Welcome to the show, Five Shark Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly, and Atlanta United, they got the favor returned to them, and we got smacked up away at Lower.com Field, and uh, it was the international break, but Atlanta United played anyway. Columbus Crew got us 6-1, they scored early, they scored often, and we were thoroughly embarrassed, unfortunately, in our our worst loss in franchise history. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible because, uh, yeah, we lamented on Saturday nights after the match on the live post-match fan reactions. But, uh, yeah, you know, we'll recap what happens and how we can maybe prevent this from happening in the future. But, uh, yeah, I mean, United, we went to Ohio, Lower.com Field, Columbus Crew, they were missing a lot of players as well, but they had Darlington Nagby, and they had uh, a lot of uh, young players that scored for the first time in their careers, and, uh, yeah, really, really glad for them that we uh, were able to, uh, you know, make them have a very memorable night uh, at home, but, uh, yes... It's, uh, it actually, forecast was a little bit where it was supposed to be rainy, but it ended up being rain-free, and instead it just rained goals onto Brad Guzan. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we lost our first match of the 2023 campaign. Uh, our unbeaten streak was ended, uh, but in that starting 11, we had a lot of uh, new faces, including Noah Cobb making his MLS debut. But uh, yeah, you know, of course, uh, seven first team players were away on international duty. And uh, we played this match for the uh, the condensing of the schedule later on in the season that uh, we did not want, essentially. So uh, in this, we sacrificed probably... A match in which uh, maybe was winnable with all the players that were in tow if we were all healthy and they were all not on international break, but or international duty rather. But uh, yep, of course, Almada, Robinson, Yakumakis, Santiago Sosa. Uh, I mean, uh, rather, uh, and then inside that, Santiago Sosa came in for Almada. Uh, Cobb came in for Robinson and uh, Miguel Berry into uh, the striker position. But uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah a little bit of back and forth in the uh, first few minutes. But uh, yeah, 14 minutes after uh, it was in the 14th minute, it was uh, Alexandru Matan. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they got into... Uh, the center of our box, and uh, the ball popped up, and yeah, it was uh, yeah Aiden Morris who beat Guzan to it and scored on a header from a close range, and it was his first MLS career goal, one uh, nil, uh, and then yep, kind of uh, that's kind of pretty much how the uh, the floodgates pretty much started to open. Uh, yeah, we were able to 
keep them out of our goal for uh, another chance a few minutes later. But uh, it was, yeah, a little bit of some sloppy play. And uh, and in the uh, final minutes, yeah, it was uh, yeah not pretty in that uh, in that time frame. But uh, as well, Andrew Gutman, he uh, he left the match after going down on the pitch. We'll get into his injury later, but uh, Tyler Wolf he entered in the 45 or 45th minute, and uh, Caleb Wiley of course went uh, further back as the left fullback. But uh, yeah, it was the uh, yeah we pretty much did not have a shot in the first half, but uh, yeah, that's when Columbus Crew they extended their lead, and it that's really when it got very very ugly but uh yeah in terms of uh that second half uh yeah they uh they found their second goal of the Knights. uh matan he played a ball into space toward the uh left corner and russell Rowe. uh yeah they uh he ran onto it and uh crossed into the box and uh christian ramirez who scored a brace in this match? He put a one-touch shot out of Guzan's reach, and it's two-nil Columbus. But uh, yeah, more goals. Columbus uh, stretched their lead. It was six-six defender uh, Philip Quinton. I uh, put another header on frame, and there's just very, very shoddy defending. It's very much, it seems. Pretty much like a training ground exercise for Columbus Crew in this match. We ball watching, not uh, figuring out where to be, and a lot of lost markers. And we essentially, yeah, I mean, uh, another first goal for a Columbus Crew player. And then that's when Ramirez, after that, scored his brace. And uh, yeah, uh, another. Uh, Another goal by Russell Rowe, uh, yeah, five nil. But uh, yeah, we were, oh, we we had to make some substitutions. Uh, it was already very ugly. But Eric Lopez, he made his first appearance uh, since pretty much uh, for over a year. Of course, he was on loan last season. But uh, yeah, he came on for a Marsedic. We tried to uh, get something going. But, uh, yeah, we were able to get one back in the 71st minutes. Uh, Wiley crossed the ball. And, uh, yeah, that cross was deflected. Uh, and there was a scramble for a 50-50 ball. And Brooks Lennon, he was able to drive a low shot with his right foot into the far right or far left post. Uh, and that's his first of the season. And uh, it became 5-1. Now, uh Johnny Fortune and Mateo Hosetu, they entered the match. Uh, Hosetu returned from his injury in uh, 73rd minutes. And uh, yeah, it was uh, for Sosa and Miguel Berry. And essentially, yeah, I mean, it, uh, you know, Eric Lopez up top, we didn't really muster too much uh, of a threat after that, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, uh, we were able to kind of. Uh, you know, maybe stave off a little bit of their attack, but in the, the 91st minute, uh, they capped off the scoring with another goal. It was 6-1, and uh, yeah, it's uh, 
that's where the scoreline finally mercifully ended. Uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't have the stats on the uh, the very worst uh, scorelines uh, after this one, but all we know is definitely this is by far the worst of them all. And I guess if we can take consolation in that. It's, it comes on the heels of not having really a lot of our first team players. And uh, where, yeah, us getting embarrassed like this, at least we were undefeated going into this match. So uh, it's as much maybe writing off this, uh, this performance and result as anything else. But also knowing how shallow that depth actually is. And it's, uh, it's pretty apparent when, uh, yeah, Columbus Crew... Uh, side that's really not that high in the standings but has a good coach we got out tactic we essentially tried to play as the same way that we do uh with all the same players in the squad and uh yeah i probably would have liked to see a little bit more sitting especially away from home this was not the match to try to do too much uh, with the ball as we saw yeah it was pretty anemic it pretty much uh, a lot of the players look lost Juanjo Parata as well some very very uh, questionable balls that uh, for that uh, I believe it was uh, for Christian Ramirez's goal yeah just very uh, very sloppy giveaway and then uh, a ill-advised slide tackle and yeah you know just pretty much hanging uh, the rest of his defense out to dry, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, you know, fortunately as well, though, we will have Tiago Almada back for the next match. But uh, yes, this one, 6-1 to the Columbus crew. And really, the less said about this match, the better. But uh, yes, the Five Stripes will play at home against the New York Red Bulls. And I will have that match preview later on for you in this episode. But uh, let's get into the news. And uh, Tiago Almada, he has won the MLS Player of the Month. And what a month he had for goals and for assists. And he wasn't even playing in this uh, last match. But he does get the MLS Player of the Month. Unstoppable, man. And uh, yes, very, very well deserved. He is also up there in the early MLS uh, MVP rankings and I mean of course you know but uh, also in the press uh, Gonzalo Pineda mentioned that Almada is back in training or at least at the training ground this is on Thursday and he'll do a regen session uh, after coming back from uh, his uh, not only kind of victory tour with Argentina but uh, yeah definitely a lot of celebrations still but uh, yeah and uh, he will train on Friday. But uh, as well, uh, you will also see that, uh, yeah, Miles Robinson, he's good to go. Uh, and as well, uh, that, uh, yeah, many of the other first-team players have come back, Yorgos Yakomakis included as well. But uh, one person that will be on the sidelines for at least week-to-week, -week, apparently, the dreaded week-to-week, uh, yes, he suffered an adductor injury. Uh, that's kind of pretty much near the groin. Uh, yeah, that, uh, of course, was suffered in the crew match. And as we know as well, 
Uh, George Bello suffered an adductor injury way back when. And uh, Ezekiel Barco, of course, was week to week for an indefinite amount of time. But uh, another player that's, uh, yeah, might be back pretty soon, though, uh, is Ozzy Alonso. He was doing a lot of sprints and quick movement drills on uh, Wednesday, apparently. That's according to Doug Roberson. And, uh, yeah, he has pontificated that uh, uh, he could see him rejoin the team next week or the week after. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Miles Robinson, he finally returned to the U.S. men's national team. And he said, quote, uh, after his start, it was definitely tough at some moments, more mentally than physically. I think the first few months when you can't really walk is definitely tough. And then towards the end when I could get on the field, but watching the World Cup was also pretty tough. I just use it as motivation at this point. I'm so grateful to be back out here with this team. And congrats to Miles Robinson. What an inspiration. Uh, I mean, just didn't miss a beat. And really, he's looked... Uh, just as good, if not a little bit better than uh, than he was uh, before the injury. So very much uh, kudos to Miles Robinson for uh, working so hard on his recovery. But uh, moving on to the uh, last bit of news, but uh, Alinea Two they played their uh, their uh, debut in the. Uh, in the MLS Next Pro League, they fell 3-2, unfortunately, in the season opener against New England Revolution 2. And, uh, yes, Raymar and uh, Nicholas Firmino scored in the second half, but the comeback fell short. Uh, yeah, Tyler Young and Kareem Tonini made their professional debuts. And, uh, yes, Atlanta 2, they returned to action when they host also the New York Red Bulls two on Sunday so uh yeah it will be yeah pretty much a, a double header of Atlanta Atlanta United versus New York Red Bulls so speaking of let's get into our match preview and uh, Atlanta United will be playing the New York Red Bulls at 7 30 at the Benz New York Rebels are 11th in the Eastern Conference this season three draws one win and that one win of course was against the Columbus Crew, two-one. Uh, of course, that's full strength, but uh, that maybe is a little bit ominous. Uh, of course, I, I think they were at home, but still, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, if we go by that math, right? Uh, Columbus Crew beat us, and New York Rebels beat them. Well, then they should be beating us, right? Well, hopefully that's not the case. But uh, in terms of uh, this squad, we know that uh, you know they're uh, young. They press very, very well. And uh, they kept most of the team together uh, this off-season. And uh, they also spent this off-season Dante Van Zier, uh, kind of that high-end talent that makes a difference in uh, kind of uh, the final third. They, uh, yeah, are uh, going to be uh, pretty, I think, uh, still the same type of team that gives us fits. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they are a little bit shallow in depth. But, uh, yeah, it will remain to be seen uh, kind of uh, in terms of their defense, who's, uh, who's going to step up because key departures from last season, Aaron Long, the stalwart in their central defense, uh, also uh, a one-time MLS Defender of the Year. He left 
to go to LAFC. And of course, as well, Patrick Lamala, he left them as well. But uh, yes, the aforementioned Van Zier, uh, he is their new star in attack. Corey Burke as well comes over from the Philadelphia Union, who, uh, yeah, off the off the bench for them last season, contributed seven goals and five assists. So uh, definitely someone to watch out for uh, coming off their bench as well. Peter Stroud as well. Uh, yeah, one of their homegrown signings, but uh, yeah, he's a pretty, pretty tasty prospect for them. So uh, yeah, it will be someone that uh, will be someone to look out for as well. But uh, the predictions from around league pundits, uh, they have them finishing as high as first. Of course, that's Bradley Wright Phillips. So, uh, you know, that's, of course, uh, a former player of theirs. That's biased as they come. And as low as ninth. So uh, a pretty large fluctuation, although many of them have them finishing uh, in playoff spots. So it will be uh, pretty interesting to see how they get on. But... Uh, yeah, last season they were fourth in the East, and uh, yeah, they went out in the round one of the Eastern Conference MLS Cup, uh, MLS Cup playoffs. But uh, on to our unavailable players, and Ozzy Alonso, of course, will be the unavailable player there. Uh, there is a question about uh, Luis Abram and. Uh, Machop Chol, if they can return in time, but uh, they probably should be able to get back, uh, you know, at least uh, one day before the match and uh, maybe play a part from the bench. But uh, so, yeah, that gets us to our predicted starting 11. Do you guys think that Mateo Sosetu gets his place back? Uh, we'll find out here. But uh, yeah, Braguzan for me starts, of course, between the sticks. Uh, Brooks Lennon, Miles Robinson returns, Juanjo Porata, and it will be Caleb Wiley uh, on that left-back side. And in midfield, Franco Ribara and Sadich persist for me in uh, those two spots. Luis Araujo and Thiago Almada return to their customary spots. And I think Derek Etienne gets his first start on the left wing. You can see that most of the time these things work themselves out. There was, of course, a bit of the competition between Wiley and Etienne Jr., but now I think, uh, of course, uh, you know, it just makes sense. And, uh, you know, you have the cover at the fullback positions from uh, Ronald Hernandez and maybe Aiden McFadden if necessary. But uh, up top... Yorgos Yakamakis, of course, returns to the striker position. But what do you guys think? Uh, obviously, with all these uh, first-team players back, uh, it's a lot more exciting of a side. And, uh, yeah, I think it will be very interesting to, uh, you know, see Derek Etienne and Caleb Wiley play together. But, uh, yeah, that gets us to our score prediction. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think that the New York Red Bulls... Uh, that that little uh, voodoo that they have or hoodoo that they have over us gets lifted. I still think it's a 1-1 draw. We don't get the win against them in the regular season. But hopefully later on in this year we can make that happen. As, uh, yeah, we have a lot of guys coming back into the side. It will be a little bit difficult, I think, to get that rhythm back as quickly maybe as uh, we have had it 
in the other matches. But uh, that pretty much does it for the match preview and the entire episode, except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, besides Almada, who is LA United's most important player? Let us know in the comments below. Really curious what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.